We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for November 20th, 2023. Next report is entitled the UN Bill Gates and the Rockefeller Launch Foundation launched the 50 in 5 agenda. On November 8th, 2023, a virtual launch event took place, which was termed as a 50 in 5 agenda. The United Nations, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and partners of the Rockefeller Foundation, which is, you know, basically you're dealing with, you know, Satan, <laughs> are launching a campaign to accelerate a digital ID. Digital payments and data sharing rollouts in 50 countries under the umbrella of the digital public infrastructure uh, by 2028. And this is why I've been screaming for many, many years to use cash as much as possible, to pray against this, to if they can get everything to go digital, okay, and get you to use your smartphone to do all your transactions and, and comply and go digital and not resist, well, that's just going to grease the skids into the one world government, into the one world currency, which will get bring us to the mark of the beast quicker. The United Nations Development Program, or UNDP, has announced plans to roll out all digital IDs worldwide by the year 2030. And they will be mandatory for people who wish to participate in society, says Reclaim the Net, there's a link to their website, who advocate for free speech and individual liberty online. Uh, the push for the digital public infrastructure, DPI, includes digital IDs, vaccine passports, obviously the vaccines are going to be tied to all of this, your kill shots, and the central bank digi digital currencies, or the CBDCs, is being championed by the globalist WEF and unsurprisingly is backed by Bill Gates along with the UN and the European Union. The social editor, Tim Hinch Hinchcliffe? says advocates are adamant that the DPI is essential for participation in markets and society, just like we saw the vaccine passports only in much broader scope. And if successful, DPI will give governments and corporations the power to implement systems of social credit that can determine how and where you can travel and what you're allowed to consume and how you, be, you will be able to transact with your programmable money. I mean, it's as George Orwellian and Big Brother as it gets. Think individual carbon footprint trackers, ultra low emission zones, and CBDC program to restrict less desirable purchases, all of which being pushed by proponents of the Great Reset. The 50 and 5 bills itself as a country-led advocacy campaign. By 2028, the 50 and 5 campaign will have helped 50 countries design launch and scale components of their digital public infrastructure according to official announcements the 50 countries are designed as global test beds guinea pigs and the dpi will first be unveiled in africa sub-saharan in particular and india well they want to they're going to want to pick the most third world places that are the most beholden to probably the most mercy to their own governments okay so that's why they're going to pick them. <clears throat> but the plan is to roll out all di digital digital IDs globally by 2030 to include all citizens of the UN member states, according to the uh, publication Planet Today. The 50 and 5 campaign is also unsurprisingly a collaboration between Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the, the United Nations Development Program, the Digital Public Goods Alliance, 
and <clears throat> co-develop co-develop was founded by the rockefeller foundation the bill and melinda gates foundation and omidar network the digital public goods alliance lists both the gates and the rockefeller foundations in its roadmap showcasing activities that advance digital public goods i mean the most wicked evil factions of the government and the people in that government people might be a stretch but <clears throat> are the ones that want to impose this on you because they love you so much and they care so much DPIs are being sold as a mechanism for financial inclusion, convenience, improved healthcare, and green progress. But it's all—it's an all-inclusive phase applied to a looming technocratic governance system powered by three foundational components: a digital ID, digital payments like the CBDCs, and a massive data sharing. And all this is going to be tied in with your vaccine passports in order for you to even be able to function in that hellish society, global dystopian hellish society. And here. We have this, no more cash in Europe. The digital wallet is almost here. Well, I have three words for you. Do not comply. In fact, I think we should put them on a redacted t-shirt. Do not comply. Do not comply with this next tyrannical government move, which just rolled out in Europe. We have unbelievable news over the past 24 hours out of Europe that the mainstream media, of course, is totally ignoring the story, which is, I'm sure, a surprise to you. When go to Bloomberg, go to the Financial Times, go to the Wall Street Journal, you won't find the story, which is, to me, unbelievable. Like, aren't they supposed to be covering the financial world? And this is at the heart of it, and they're totally ignoring the story. Uh, it could have massive implications for you and your family. Yes, this is about Europe, but it's coming to the United States as we speak because the Federal Reserve is actively working on the very same thing, and the Biden administration wants it. So if you think you're in America and you're safe from this, you're not. This has broad implications. And you should see Europe, frankly, as a cautionary tale because we are watching the EU collapsing in real time. And today we got our clearest sign yet. The European Parliament voted to roll out the digital identification program. Now, the European Parliament and member states just reached an agreement on introducing the digital identity, the EID, which includes a digital wallet. Unless it gets miraculously voted down, which is highly unlikely, unless you somehow guys rise up and take action. If you're anybody watching in Europe right now wants to you know, write to your members of parliament, let them know that you do not stand for this. But most people will wait until the pain is too great and it's already passed to do anything about it. That's usually what happens. And this will pass and it will soon take over everyone's lives in the European Union. Now, you have to understand they are wrapping this in like a burrito of convenience that your life will be dramatically improved because your digital passport will keep everything nice and neat for you, tidy in one digital ID, right? It sounds great. <clears throat> and that's how they'll sell it to you. Your central bank digital currency, your biometric data, your medical records, all of your personal information, your whereabouts, your movement through GPS, all of it being tracked instantaneously and verified by the government. Of course, most troubling is the central bank digital currency, and that's the big piece of this, the digital euro. Rob Roos, of course, member of the European Parliament, is standing strong against this. He just left the meeting and he posted this video on social media to warn all of us about what comes next. Watch. I just left the room where we had the negotiations about the digital identity, and I have bad news. The member states and the European Parliament came to an agreement. It means that probably not far from now, the digital identity will be uh, a fact in the European Union. 
right after this agreement, Commissioner Breton said, now we have the digital identity wallet, we have to put something in it. And what he meant was the digital euro, also known as the central bank digital currency. And this is a very bad development. They always promise us not to make this connection. And even uh, a lot of experts, uh, privacy experts and security experts, warned also last week this is uh, a, a very uh, bad idea for our privacy and our freedom. And still, this digital identity is pushed through. But it's not too late, because we still have to vote on this in the plenary. So what you can do, send your MEP from your member state an email and tell him or tell her that you are against this tool. So that's what we can do, you know, or wait, or wait until the pain is there. And that's usually what people do after it's already passed and it's put into law. Then people will rise up and complain about it. And then it's too late. So now if you happen to be in Europe, you can absolutely do something about this. And again, you can also take action now in the United States and let your member of Congress know that you absolutely do not want a digital ID backed with a central bank digital currency. They're moving towards it and they're taking away cash and getting rid of ATM machines. I just want to highlight something, though, that he said about Terry Breton. Uh, who said that we now have a digital wallet, so we have to put something in it, right? That was the message coming out of this. And he said, absolutely not. And what he means, of course, is the central bank digital currency. We've been warning against this for more than a year now on this show, and it is happening. As Catherine Austin Fitz just said, this is all about controlling everything you do. Make no mistake. Listen. Where is this leading? When you have a 100 percent, what they're what they're shooting for is an all digital system. And if you have a 100 percent digital system that can be controlled centrally and not only can your money be limited to to different, you know, geographical areas or spatial areas, um, but it can also be limited to, um, you know, sort of what you can buy when you can buy it. And it can literally uh, tax you without your permission. You can install a system of taxation without representation. But ultimately, Polly, you can you can implement complete control because let's say I want to mandate a vaccine. You can't your 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 financial transaction ability can be turned off. Your your access to your financial assets can be denied or stopped if you don't do what you're told. Just like we've seen with COVID, the government will have the power to track your every move and they won't have to hide it, by the way, because you've complied with it. Right? You went along with it. You don't have to do this. You can choose not to do this. And as we've pointed out before, it's going to be an easy sell because they're going to, first of all, they, the dollar is getting ready to crash if we, with what you just covered at the beginning of the show. But also they're talking about well, uh, welfare and food stamps and all the other stuff going through that. And maybe even some kind of, um, you know, uh, UBI. So people are going to buy into this very easily. And I think it's going to be an easy sell here. And then those of us that are saying, no, don't get it. We're going to be the conspiracy theorists that are trying to spread disinformation. Didn't we in the newsletter this morning talk about the interest on the debt would exceed 50 trillion? 
the the full debt. The full debt by the year 2033, I think, is the projection. We're at what 11 or 30. We're at, oh yeah, yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> we're at 30 trillion right now. It'll be 50 trillion in just a few years. So I think you're right about Ten this. Years, like yeah. in this, yeah. Well, by the year 2033, by this universal basic income, saying, hey, sign up for this digital wallet. And by the way, every month we'll give you a thousand dollars as part of this digital wallet experience. It'll be right. like a universal basic income, like exactly. a welfare. In fact, uh, we signed a contract today with a vendor that we're working with, and it, it's in the European Union says that none of this transaction shall take place in cash, according with law number five six seven, whatever, whatever, right? And so already a lot of business contracts over a certain amount are they're disallowed from doing any transactions in cash for the purpose of specifically tracking and taxing. Well, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because even beyond this is you, beyond the privacy is your personal civil liberties and the health. If you want to push a vaccine on this and they tie your ability to make or spend money, you'll have no choice but to either get the vaccine or we turn off your money supply. You'll not be able to go through a toll booth. You'll not be able to get on an airplane. You'll not be able to enter this building. You'll not be able to get on the subway because when you scan your digital ID, oh, you didn't get your vaccine. So we can't let you on the subway. Your digital ID will alert the subway operators, not let you enter. He's not vaccinated. The European Union is quickly digging its own grave. And as Natalie just pointed out, it's already made it illegal for you to use more than $1,000 in cash to pay for anything. You can't pay cash for anything beyond $1,000. And of course, as Christine Lagarde has said, she wanted to get it down into as low as $300. In so, yeah, that goes on a little bit more. But I wanted you to be aware of that. Um, if you're in Europe, you're definitely in the crosshairs regarding this whole thing. Uh, it's just all about creating maximum desperation within the populace so that they will be amiable and to accept anything that's going to be put forth. And, and World War III will probably tie into that as well, potentially. Uh, then we have this, which is also related. Severe supply chain shortages will emerge over the destabilization of the Panama Canal. And this is being done by the UN, the World Economic Forum, and BlackRock. Um, well, we have a real problem in Panama. And I've mentioned this in passing before. And tomorrow I'm supposed to have a conversation with a couple that uh, we have similar affiliation in the background, Freedoms Phoenix, and uh, they now live in Costa Rica. And they alerted me to some of this. And then when I said something about it in another broadcast, people started to come forward. So I'm from Panama. Interestingly enough, Panama is being destabilized right now. CCP, BlackRock, mostly they're backing a company from Canada that is just ripping off the people like crazy, ruining the environment and not sharing the profits, proceeds with the locals. In other words, it's total exploitation. When I talk about colonization, what well, comes right out of Justin Trudeau's Canada, and it has the CCP and BlackRock behind it. No one's working in Panama. I've seen videos that were sent to me by people on the ground. You think that Palestinian uh, protest at uh, the White House was big? This is bigger, much bigger. Now, this is why this concerns you. Hopefully, you haven't clicked off. If you haven't, you're still listening. You're going to get what you need out of this now. The Panama Canal 
is still a major source of supply chain trade for the United States. In the midst of this destabilization of Panama, you know what they're doing? They've dramatically cut back because they don't have the workforce what can pass through. This means they've dramatically cut back on what can pass through the Panama Canal is what he just said. Shortages of unbelievable proportions for us. This is really bad. This is real. And again, all of these things we're talking about, including the whole Palestinian Gazan thing, what we just talked about with that 550 deal, um, the no cash in Europe, this, it's all related. And it's all happening by design on purpose to perpetuate the coming global collapse, which will lead us to the Great Reset, which will lead us to, from the old world order into the new world order. This has all been playing for a very, very long time, but there's obviously about, you know, a million moving parts. And um, <clears throat> it's complex. I do think they're, they've been behind schedule for a very long time. But uh, this is this is where they're trying to bring us, obviously. Really bad. I can't begin to anticipate how bad the supply chain issue is going to be, but I think that you really need to sit back and say, okay, let's assume we couldn't get anything at the stores for a while. Right. What would I do? Food and water. Those are your number one needs. We advertise for both of those, water filtration. We also tell you to get 50-gallon drum store, get purification tablets. We're not in that business, but I highly recommend it. Uh, food and water, gold and silver, coins, coins. You know, if you don't have any discretionary income, then stick to the basics. Gold and silver. What's next? Well, you're going to need... And don't create a paper trail if you can at all avoid it. All these people, they're always like, go to this guy and buy this online. Well, you just created a gigantic paper trail. And, and you think like what they did in the 30s where they banned gold and made it, you know, illegal or whatever. You don't think they want to try that again? And they're going to go to all these places that have sold gold and silver, and they're going to have a nice big, and it's going to be a law, and they're going to make them turn over the records. It's going to be a nice big fat itemized list of all their clients, and if those clients haven't sold whatever they've got, potentially, back to the government. I mean, I'm not going to say this is 100% going to happen, but it could. They're going to know right where to come and get it. So I've been talking about that for years. Just keeping precious metals... In the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, I mean, I've given, I've done several teachings on how I would recommend you do that. Um, you know, to be, to have maximum privacy is all I'm wanting you to have, okay? I, I don't want you to be able to, you're doing something and you're creating a gigantic target on your back. Something to protect your life with because as society breaks down, <clears throat> people will be rioting to steal because they didn't prepare from those who did prepare. So you're going to have to be prepped, and you're going to need allies. So you're going to need to start reaching out to people you can trust and tell them, hey, we're all in this together. We need to stand by each other. And hopefully you're all trained in, in how to defend yourself. If you're not, then take a firearms safety class, and you should. Everyone should take that anyway if you own a gun. You should. Yeah, well, I mean, I, and again, you should know how to use a if you have and possess a firearm you should 
definitely know how to use it and operate it in a, in a safe, proficient manner. Um, you know, I do agree there. Uh, I've done many, many teachings on survival. Uh, it, it really more survival, not like outdoor so much survival, but just survival regarding what's coming. So you, you can, any kind of keyword search that you could think of in, in along those lines, I've probably done teachings on it. You can, again, contendingfortruth.com, just use the search bar. And uh, just search the table of contents. Now, if newsletters come up, okay, you want to skip over those. Because the newsletters are like, you know, they might be 50, 60, 70, 80 different topics, okay. Uh, but the teachings, the audio teachings are where I really cover that. And then the customized PDF for each audio will give you that that data and um, all right so let's go further okay so now for more on I don't want to just we, we just touched on the Panama Canal situation now this is Michael Yan he's like boots on the ground been in the Darien Gap I played a lot of different clips from him he's been down there back forth here there and everywhere I don't know how this guy does it he has the energy of uh, I don't even know energizer bunny um, so I'm gonna play this clip here where he was being interviewed and um he's going to tell you more about this whole Panama Canal situation because this is definitely something that can affect uh, particularly if you're in uh North America melting down in Panama what else are you seeing you were on this show a month ago talking about the CCP that have huddled up around the Panama Canal which we looked up online which is the Chinese Communist Party Verified about 40% of our supplies come through the Panama Canal for us here in America. Wow. So if the CCP take control of that as they're clustered up right around it now, if the government falls, which is what you seem to be indicating. Yeah, can you imagine if we go to World War Three type scenario and it's quickly, okay, draw your sides. Okay, it's maybe NATO, the USA and Israel against the Middle East. Um, all those Arab countries, Russia and China. Well, if China's already controlling the Panama Canal and they shut that down, that's what, like 40% of all of our goods coming to America shut down right then, okay? So it, they're, it's probably all being posed or poised for that to happen. I I would imagine. I I don't know 100% for sure, but it's, it seems very likely. In some of your tweets, that the government in Panama could be about to fall. CCP gets control of the Panama Canal, cuts off 40% of our supply line. Right. I mean, they're going to starve us out, not to mention everything else technology-wise. I mean, this is this is the warning you're giving. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, there's more to it than just that. Even if CCP were the best people on Earth, there's also water issues with the Panama Canal right now. For instance, Gatun Lake, which uh, feeds the canal, is very low. I was out on it a couple times in the last couple of months. There's trees that haven't seen air, uh, they're, they're, you know, that have been uh, covered up by water for a more than a century, which are now sticking high, uh, tens of thousands of them. I mean, I went out on the Gatun Lake in a boat and uh, mm. went all over the place, amazing amounts of trees, and it's just getting lower and lower and lower. So within approximately this month, the, the float, the, the, uh, the, the number of ships going through, the tonnage of of, uh, of freight going through will be roughly 50% of what it used to be. I mean, this is a big deal for everybody, not to mention Panama itself for the revenues they get from the canal. So there's 
there's the canal issue with the water, and then there is the huge uh, uh, invasion coming through Columbia through Darien Gap, which is significant. And this is also a destabilizing pack factor. And then there is CCP and the World Economic Forum working on building Silk Road 2.0 right through Panama Canal. I've published this many times including a map and right now i was just down in darien darien panama and darien gap darien is actually a province and then there's the darien gap which is in darien province partly is, in is this darien the map province. you're referring to right here on your twitter feed um no that's not it but okay. um that's darien in the upper right um but th there's another map and actually i got the map out of a book uh, about the, the new routes uh, through Panama, and uh, the cover of the book is on my uh, Twitter as well. And there's a map, and they show the railway and the road going right through the Darien Gap into Colombia. Now, I was just down there numerous times and, uh, and droned the new uh, the, the new um, uh, the bridge that they're building over Rio Chucanaca, the Chucanaca River, which is the river. Well, anyway, they're they're building a, a significant bridge, and they are working on the road right now. Now, when I tell Panamanians that, they're like, "No, it's impossible. It can't be done." Which is obviously nonsense, especially for people that live right next to the Panama Canal. It's nonsense. No, no. You know what I mean? Is this the map you're referring to? I keep coming trying to find your map. Is this it? No, that map right there. That is a video that the Chinese circulate on their WeChats and other platforms, showing them how to basically take a vacation. And, and and walk the, the the route they call it up to the United States, and they just walk past. That shows how, if you're from China, how you can get to the United States going through South America in through uh, Central America th via the Darien Gap, and and it's it's an animation. I mean, it's this common of a thing that the Chinese government is encouraging this to happen. Me there, and uh, so and uh, the um. Uh, so bottom line, or actually now they're in Guatemala, that's where I'm at. And so the, um, uh, yeah, so this is just, there's numerous videos that the Chinese share. Actually, they've got a 200-page document as well that was in Mandarin that Anthony Rubin, who just walked through the Darien Gap, like just got out about five days ago. In fact, he's, I'll be seeing him as soon as we get offline. And Darien, uh, uh, he, uh, he got this, uh, this document, 200 pages in Mandarin from a Chinese who went through the Darien, Anthony Rubin did, and he got it translated into English. And in that that document, which I can send to you, is it tells in details where to go, what what you know, hotels to stay in, and that sort of thing. He was just down in Ecuador and Colombia. There are hotels filled with Chinese coming through. Now that's just Chinese. That doesn't include the, for instance, massive numbers of Hezbollah who live mm. in Venezuela who are going through the Darien Gap. A lot of people don't realize that there are a lot of Hezbollah in in Venezuela. Actually, there's a part of Syria where they speak Spanish. And, that and again, this whole thing in the Middle East right now is is also being done to, uh, particularly just the one-sided narrative, just to absolutely spark outrage among the Muslim world, among the Muslim terrorists, who will fee feel even more justified whenever the green light, whenever they're called upon to wage jihad, their term for holy war, against the great and the little Satan, Israel and America, um, and Christians. So that, that, um, I believe that that is all being done by design also to, to give them more fuel for that satanic Islamic fire. Um, and they're coming as well. Okay. The Islamic terrorists and, and they've been here and I, I've talked about this a lot in recent studies. 
part of Syria is people that what we call bounce backs. They are people from that area of the world who uh, long ago moved to Venezuela, and then many of them moved back to Syria area, and they speak Spanish. So what I'm getting to is many of the Hezbollah who come through Darien Gap or whatnot, they can easily pass as Venezuelans because they are Venezuelans. Wow. But they are, but they actually also speak Arabic, and, and many are actually Hezbollah. So it's, it's quite complex, actually. That doesn't you know take into consideration Hamas and the Russians coming through and, and all kinds of other things. There's many ecosystems of people coming through. Well, in fact, here's, here's one of your twi Twitter feeds, uh, or X now, I guess it's called, <coughs> at Michael underscore yawn, uh, soon Black Lives Matter and Tifa will learn huge numbers of Arabs, African blacks, and others swarming in by the millions absolutely hate American blacks, or, or soon will, gays, Jews, and the entire LGBT zoo, and will kill them all. Those who haven't learned soon will learn that most people with money, property, or other uh, attractants or repellents will gain undivided attention of the invaders. But don't take my word for it, having spent most of my life in 94 other countries besides the USA. So you're anticipating a lot of violence uh, swarming. And again, we don't believe in too many coincidences. And that yet this is all happening as China and Russia and Iran have got us busy in Ukraine and Russia, busy in the Middle East. And of course, now we're watching for in what are um, increasing conflicts uh, around Taiwan. We've moved, as we reported last night with Colonel John Mills, we've moved, America's moved more ships into the region. China's done the same thing. We've got some uh, run-ins between China and the Philippines. We have an ironclad <coughs> commitment to defend the Philippines. I don't know where the next conflict is coming, uh, but there will be one. And then they're going to increase the conflicts in America, particularly going into election year 2024, because as we're so distracted and spread all over the globe, it makes it easier for them to do their deeds and what they want to do, which I think is eventually also for China to take Taiwan. But you're warning that this is going to get really out of control. I played this clip last night. I think I found it from you. I want to play it again and have you comment on it. Oh, man, this is bad. Now, we won't play the audio because there's too much cursing. Oh, but while it rolls, wow. tell me. This tell me is tough to watch. It's these black men, full-grown men. I mean, open palms slapping these white girls right in the head, right in the face. Now, granted, I don't know they're they're coming at them, kind of, but there's there's no excuse to be hitting women, okay? Period, one hundred percent, no excuse, and they're they're doing it over and over. And this is the I, listen. I've reported on this over. I got a lot of black listeners, and um, I've reported on the subject before about the overwhelming. Um, statistics of black on white crime that is never ever ever reported i have got a gigantic document on it and they're basically all kind of governmental statistics that are there and available um if you search them and i've got the links to all of it and i mean it is absolutely overwhelming but it's always the opposite narrative it's always um the blacks being abused by the whites and white men in particular are just the, the stupidest dumbest things on two legs dumber than a bag of hammers barely can get out of bed and the ones that can get out of bed are just committing all manner of wickedness or evil or just being generally being stupid um, this is how hollywood commercials white men are typically portrayed and um uh this behavior here that you i mean it's it's tough for me to watch um i i, I just i have no use for it um 
but these white girls are, I mean, they are getting beat on real bad by these black guys. And it's, it's all, I mean, this is the kind of stuff that does go on and it's never reported on. I mean, I've never seen it reported on. It does not fit the narrative, the narrative that I just described. Okay. Um, I'm not saying that blacks in the past haven't suffered at the, at the hands of white people with the slavery issue and, and with these types. I'm not saying there's no injustices that have never been done to the blacks either. Okay. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm talking more about black on white crime statistics more in the modern era. About this. Your thoughts on this? I mean, these videos are coming up I mean, every day. They are. And, every uh, day. They and, really are. And, 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 uh, and, yeah. I mean, but, they could have killed these girls. These guys are way bigger than them. Two white girls. I have no idea. It's like they're in a fist fight with, with two small white girls. And all I can say is the white girls are tough as nails because they keep getting back up. And um, I'm like, the these black guys are just beating on them. And I mean, fighting real dirty too on top of it and it's like it's it's very very tough to watch but i've seen so many videos like this over the years um also the same type of um usually it's a gang beating of of a single white person or or usually it's black girls on white girls that type of stuff um and it's you're not allowed to report on it you're, you're not allowed to talk about it you're not allowed to report on it i, I don't care I, I will report on truth when i see it Okay, and try to be as balanced as I possibly can. Um, but anyway, mine is is uh, there's going to be a civil war. Period. I don't see any way out of it at this point. It's like a ship. I mean, this guy is punching her. She's on the ground, and he is close fist punching her when she's. You kill somebody doing that. You you kill. I mean, her head's against the concrete. I wouldn't be surprised if she died from this. You can't hit somebody with their head against the concrete. My dad got into a fight. My dad was always getting into fights growing up. He actually told me that he said unless he got into at least one fist fight a week, he didn't consider it a good week. This is the type of, this is my dad. And I'm not exaggerating either. He was an animal. Um, and in fact, he took me to the gas station when I was up in Ohio one time where this fight occurred. It wasn't really much of a fight, but some guy had pulled up in a... Uh, I'm saying all this to, to, to make a point. My dad was driving a really nice car that he had just bought. Some guy drove up at this gas station and it was a rock, like a rock type of larger rocks um, was the actual, it wasn't pavement. And the guy, when he left the pump, peeled out and threw rocks all over my dad's car. Not what you want to do. And my dad told me, he said, all he told the guy was... He, he screamed, watch it, which I'm knowing my dad, it was hard for me to, to see him having that kind of restraint. And the guy immediately got out. And I'm telling you, back in the day, it was different. It, it was just different. Back, back in those times, uh, the 60s, the 70s, it was a different time. I believe that the feminization of men, um, where their estrogens sky high level they've been gelded feminized they're they've done so much stuff to the food and the water um that men don't have near i don't think the amount of testosterone as they used to and i'm not saying this is a good thing i'm i'm saying that i don't see i, I can't remember last time i saw a fist fight and when i was growing up i saw so many fist fights with my dad i mean and i was in tons of fist fights in high school and stuff and 
Um, you just don't see that, to me at least, as much anymore. Uh, now, I'm not saying those days aren't coming, but this guy did this, and my dad, um, he got out of the car, and he wanted to fight my dad immediately. So, dad went over, they started fighting, and my dad got him on the ground, and I think my dad had been in trouble with the law recently, and he was trying to kind of de-escalate it because he knew he was going to go to jail if he got in any more trouble. And um, he told the guy, he says, I'm going to let you up. He said, and you go your way, and, and I'm not going to pursue this anymore. You go your way or whatever. And the guy agreed. He let him up. As soon as he did, he sucker punched my dad. My dad got him on the ground, and he started beating his head in against the gravel, and this wasn't concrete, like this girl's getting hit, okay? And he broke every bone in the guy's head, almost killed him. He broke his orbits in his eye sockets, his cheek, you name it, and it was in the front of his head, he broke it. And my dad went to jail for at least 30 days, if not 60. And that was really the time that my dad, that, that he really, um, I think he had met my mom in that point, and yeah, he spent those 60 days in jail. He lost a lot of weight. He did not like it in jail at all, okay? As tough of a guy as he was, he didn't want any part of jail. <laughs> the food was horrible, lost all kind of weight, and that was when when he got out, he was like, okay, I'm going to... No, those demons didn't go anywhere in him, but he kind of reformed his ways somewhat, and, and, and I think his goal of getting into a fist fight a week kind of faded away, married my mom, and, and she had a lot to do with helping to a certain extent mellow him out but again this demons didn't go anywhere and i was the on the receiving end of that many times growing up but um you when you hit somebody with their head against an immovable object you're trying to kill them and this is what this black guy's doing to a white girl that's half his size and it's just it's incomprehensible to me as as a person to think about doing that to a female um much uh, or a male or a female but i mean th this is unbelievable i mean this is just incomprehensible this type of behavior turn around in the suez canal right and and we're in that canal and with ships behind us so to speak right i mean there's we are absolutely going into it we have millions of people coming into the united oh, states man. from around the world this keeps chinese going on and on. Spent, by the way the one girl's not even moving she's i mean she could be dead She's not moving. She is totally not moving on the ground. And he turns around and this other girl was trying to jump on his back to try to get him off her, the girl that was on the ground. And he open, open uh, palm slams her in the face a couple times. And then they finally, there's enough people that start coming up. Where are the men? Is what I'm, the women start coming up. You know, where are the men? You know, I, I'm just, uh, anyway. You know, I, I walked into a car dealership the other day. And, and this just, it just irks me. I'm just going to, I'm just airing out my feelings, I guess, tonight. And I walk in there and a couple guys, I've seen them in there before. One of them, um, they're my service advisors. And the two guys that I dealt with, they had both gotten gauges in their ears. Black, those gauges where it's not just an earring. It's like now you're starting to act like, you know, you're in some kind of pagan cult and you're stretching your earlobes out. And I'm like, what possesses a grown man to think that looks good? And then there's this trend I see now where grown men are painting their fingernails and their toenails like women and thinking that is cool. 
they're getting diamonds in their teeth. And I'm thinking, the world's falling apart. And do you think you need to do this in some type of mating ritual? Or maybe you're just gay, I don't know. And you think you have to have this in order to look cool or to attract the same sex or the opposite sex. I just don't, you know, the, the world's becoming so demon possessed to the toenails, just in a normal way. Th these are these are guys like that should be going out of the way to look professional. They're a service advisor at a name brand car place. They they shouldn't try to look like they're, you know, pagans or whatever. What, what's next, face tats? I mean, face tats are always, I mean, you, you never have to pray about if face tats are the right thing to do because they're always obviously the right way to go. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic here. But I mean, it's just, you could just see the mass psychosis and demon possession of people and, and how they're, they're skewing and warping of their priorities where they think they're gonna have to, they need to spend money on doing this stuff to mutilate their body. I've done whole teachings on tattoos, piercings, the whole nine yards. You can key that in at, at the keyword search box at uh, contendingfortruth.com. So I, I don't know. It's just, I, I see men, so many men acting like little boys. I guess is the whole point uh, of this thing. Play video games in all their, their spare time, whatever that video game may be. Um, that type of behavior. It's just, I don't know. I call me crazy. I just, you know, I, I just, it's just crazy. Maybe 18 years in Asia and about a year of that was in and around China. And if you want to see some people that are absolutely racist against American black people, that would be the CCP Chinese. The, the, the black guy came back. This He looks to be about 6'3". He came back and just also cold cocked the one girl that was still standing that wasn't dead probably on the ground like the other girl and he, he had to come back and get one last um smash in the face of of her to to uh the knock her they out they will absolutely come in and genocide yeah, he about knocked her out that time get their hands on and yeah. they're clear about it they put it on their twitter look at the some of the tweets i put up today by a chinese man who says he came through quito ecuador came up through colombia came through the daring gap basically on that same route that you just played of that video and came through the daring gap now he's in the united states he claims he bought a motorcycle and he's tweeting about it motorcycling around america bought a gun and he's out you know a twelve hundred dollar gun and he's out running around america now i mean this is the sort of and he's very racist against black folks i put a couple of tweets and not just blacks and whites as well i mean you've never seen racism until you that's why that that's why the hong kongers called them chai nazis by the way because I, I spent a lot of time in hong kong as well let me say something by the way i talked this morning with a very influential, uh, uh, um, not Ecuadorian, I'm sorry, Panamanian man, and a very influential man, and and uh, and he was saying, "Where is Trump? Where is America? Where is America not taking care of America?" He said, "The Chinese are trying to take us in Panama. We need the Bigfoot." He called us Bigfoot. He's like, "We need Bigfoot back in Panama. We need." He goes, "We need MAGA," and I'm like. He, he was much more pro-Trump than I am. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm MAGA, but I'm not. But he's a, he was like, this guy was, oh, he was like, we need America back here right now. He said, your problem is to get Trump back in, 
this interesting guy. I'll introduce you to him if you want to talk with yes, him. Yes, I do. He, he speaks English well, and he's a very smart guy, older gentleman. Uh, he's been in his family has been in Panama for since the 1860s or so, and uh, and 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 uh, and China's trying to buy some of his land, and and he knows what's happening. He sees it clear, and he's like, you know, the United States is off running off uh, off to these foreign wars while while China's coming up our back door here in Panama, taking the Panama Canal, and the Panamanians want Americans back very badly at this point. Yeah, yeah. let me ask you about this. I don't know if this is the same guy or not the same guy, but Colonel, uh, I think it's Colonel, I've interviewed him multiple times, if I can find the clip again here, guys. Um, here it is, yeah. Colonel and Dr. Lawrence Sellen, I've interviewed him multiple times. Um, he put this out. I don't know if, this, if you guys are on this, on, uh, packing on the same guy here or tracking on the same guy. He says, here it is, Chinese military-age male illegal aliens who came across the Texas border have lots of money and do not seem to need jobs, are traveling <laughs> around the U.S. and yeah. buying guns. You got that, that UBI or whatever card that, that they're getting, like the illegal aliens saying they get like 1900 a month or whatever. All your tax, hard work ta taxpayer dollars at work there. Uh, this is there on the little vacay um, until they're greenlit to go and slaughter America or put on the UN blue hats, like I've been saying. I mean, that's what I believe why they're here, Chinese Asian military illegal aliens. Coming across the Texas border, have lots of money, do not need to seem job, do not seem to need jobs, traveling around US and buying guns. How on God's green earth are they able to buy guns? They're illegals. But hey, I guess anything goes in, in our, our modern day world here. Uh, he quotes his tweet and shows it, pack your gear and prepare for a trip around the United States. And then he shows him getting guns. Um oh, He's posting this stuff online. An illegal, a Chinese illegal, I guess. What do you what do you make of this? Is this the same guy you're talking about or a different guy? Uh, I haven't seen those tweets. It might be the same guy. Actually, uh, Lawrence and I we communicate uh, and and cooperate together quite well. Actually, and you mentioned John Mills before, uh, and I, I, I had him down at the Panama Canal recently as well. He's really doing his research. He came down there, but Lawrence Sellen he he researches night and day. I don't think he sleeps, so he's always watching China. So anytime you want to talk about Chinese coming up while I'm out gathering raw information I'll feed it to people like Lawrence who who makes more sense out of it right so it's it, it takes a team effort right the gathering raw information is a full-time job and then somebody has to analyze it and uh, Lawrence is quite serious about that so do, what do you think they're doing when they're reportedly coming here and buying guns and how are they buying guns here and how are they how what, what are they preparing for I think I'm afraid to uh, ask the know, question because I think I know what they're preparing for. A, a big fancy tea party, obviously, of goodness and fun and, and frivolity. That's obviously what these Chinese illegals are preparing for. Uh, you know, uh, you know Matt Bracken, the incredible uh, author, who's 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 he's like become like a Nostradamus figure. I mean, with his books. Uh, I mean, he, he's so accurate. I took him down to the dairy and his Nostradamus well. wasn't accurate. So that's a real bad example. You look at his supposed prophecies, the vast majority were wrong, which proves that he was a false, quote, prophet and not to be followed. So, sorry, I had to throw that in. I had Matt Bracken. He's a, a former Navy SEAL officer, actually. We spent maybe three weeks down in Darien, something like that. It was a long time. And uh, the guy's super smart. And he sees this. He, he was at a gun range uh, last year or so, and there were a bunch of Mandarin-speaking Chinese there shooting at the gun range, and none of them seemed to speak English. 
And, you know, he said they were packing really some serious uh, weapons, uh, you know, brand new weapons, really top quality stuff out there practicing at the range. Nobody doing a thing, you know, as mm-hmm. these guys just come across them. We don't even know who they are. I've been hearing about this for years. Russians doing this. Now, not so much Chinese, but more so back in the day, more it was Russians or Eastern Bloc type people. And again, this has to do with the underground bases and the United Nations and this war that I believe they've been preparing for for a very long time. We've been talking about that subject for, oh man, probably a good 15 years on this on this uh, at ContendingForTruth.com. Nobody knows who they are. Good grief. Here you put out this tweet uh, at Michael underscore Yon. Panama unraveling. Until now, it's uncommon to see Panamanians crossing the southern border into the United States. I would say rare. I've personally never seen it happen, but have been almost certain the day, but but have been almost certain the day will come when tides with slosh into USA, including Panamanians, due to the food issues and more. Now, if you meet a Panamanian that's really, really unhinged, the technical term is a Panamaniac. Okay, so just I wanted to clear that up a little bit of verbiage. Uh, clearing upage there. Okay, sorry, a little, little humor. Human osmotic pressure, the push and pull of migrations. Um, so do you believe the Panamanian government is about to collapse? Who is behind it? And are you saying when their government collapses, they're gonna the Panamanians are going to start running into the U.S. as well? Uh, that's possible. I've been talking about that for several years with people. Uh, you know, we just don't see Panamanians slipping into the United States. They can come in easily. Plus, Panama is just a nice place to live. Americans go down there and retire, right? They got plenty of food. Prices are good. But now things are changing, right? Now, who's doing this? United States and China, clearly. I mean, it's obvious. It's open. You know, uh, for instance, and the NGOs, of course, like the UNHCR, IOM, they're, they're all the same people. In fact, the headquarters for all these people, the NGOs are down in Panama, are right by the Panama Canal at what used to be U.S. military headquarters downtown. Now, you know, I was just over in Belize. I was over in Belmopan, which is the capital of Belize, and right beside the U.S. Embassy, like 40 meters, 50 meters away, probably 40 meters, 40 yards, let's say, is is the UNHCR headquarters, right in by the front door of the U.S. Embassy, by the gate, right? Now, that's the same that you see everywhere. You know, I was just talking with uh, with uh, sort of an expert on this, you might say, yesterday, and, and he says he sees this around the world. UNHC, UN has headquarters right beside U.S. embassies all over the world. Coincidence, huh? I mean, the UN is the one running these invasion through all these different countries, like, like uh, into Europe and whatnot. Now, there's a there's, a, there's an amalgam of groups like Catholic Charities, uh, Norwegian Refugee Council, and Hyas, and uh, so many Red Cross. Never give anything to Red Cross. No. They're totally invading us, right? And, and, and so many of the five hundred one c three big big time ministries, like the Catholic ones and Lutheran, and these types are are involved in this. Are involved in this you know smuggling of of these illegals into the country placing them tucking them into bed you know the whole nine yards and making sure that their time and stay here is wonderful uh they have a lot to do with that as well so there's so and all these ngos have headquarters right downtown in panama right by the canal 
right? It's, it's right there. And it's a huge, nice, beautiful campus, coffee shops and clean. And, you know, it's like, it looks like a, like a, almost like a, a golf camp or something, except it's, it's a bunch of uh, NGOs. And the United States government is the one, is the principal funder, for instance, of the camps in Panama. And they're, they're open about this. Our flags are in those camps in Panama. I'm in those camps all the time. Right. Our, our flags are yes. uh, Mayorkas came down there. Secretary of Homeland Security came down in April of 2022. I was there. I had waited for him for four days. I got a, I got a hint that he was coming. So I just waited, thinking his helicopters might land in a certain place. And sure enough, four Blackhawks uh, actually landed right in front of me. It's sort of a surprise, but I thought that they might. And sure enough, he goes into the camp. And Mayorkas promised to expand that camp and others, and he has. So I have drone footage of then and now mm-hmm. and of about one month ago. You should, these camps have grown dramatically. Two more camps are being uh, – these are migration camps. they got to expand and fund and grease the wheels of the invasion, our own government, um, for this all to happen, for the, absolute, all, for the total absolute utter destruction ultimately of this country. And that's why all this is happening invasion camps that are being built in the Darien jungle. Two more. So right now, uh, as dry season comes, first of all, let's get back to one thing. It's very important. That Panama Canal, regardless of everything else, the water's drying up. That's a huge deal. Yeah. That's significant. And there's, there's salinity issues, which could affect the drinking water of Panama City. Uh, and, and, and so there's there's multiple issues going on here. And, and meanwhile, you've got a massive information war going on which is led by the United States and China. I said it clearly. Let me say it again so people don't think I misspoke. United States and China. World Economic Forum clearly is co-sanguinated with CCP. World Economic Forum has members all over the United States, such as the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, is a World Economic Forum member, Trudeau up in in, uh in uh, Canada, uh, Mark Aruta over in Netanyahu, long list, right? How about Bibi over in, in, uh, in Israel, Netanyahu? He's a member of the World Economic Forum. He pumped, he, he pumped the Jews over there. We were criticizing him at the time, full of the Pfizer thing, and made them basically um, test subjects. I remember my uh, friend... And he bragged Le- about it. And bragged about it in the video. When I yeah. saw the video, it was so shocking, I had to go make sure that wasn't a deep fake. Mm-hmm. And I remember my friend, the late Hasidic Jew, um, uh, Dr... Um, Zelinsko, Zelinsko, if I say his name correctly. I Zelinko, yeah. total hero. He, he, total he, hero. You know what he said on my show one night as a Hasidic Jew? It shocked me. Um, but he can say it. He said, it seems like Israel's trying to finish what Hitler started. That's what he said about yeah. what was going on in Israel. Yeah. I was shocked. I'm gonna... trying, I mean, totally. I mean, I reported on this over and over at the time when they were implementing the most draconian kill shot, COVID kill shot measures in Israel against their own populace. That, that were on probably just about planet Earth. It was the worst. So it's always about these governments trying to genocide their own people. Because at the end of the day, they're beholden to Satan. And Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So he's going to give the marching orders to the heads of these country, companies or countries. And they're going to take their orders from you know the Illuminati or their puppet masters. And... It's always about depopulation, killing, stealing, destroying, and, you know, that's typically the agenda. Okay, we're going to totally switch gears, and this is another issue that is also going along concurrently with all these other things, and 
the uh, video I had here was, uh, was probably from about a week ago. Iceland braces for possible volcanic eruption. So I'm going to play a little bit more recent one. In fact, this was just released nine hours ago. ABC News, what's going on there in Iceland? Just a short video. Panic eruption in Iceland. Some residents already forced to leave their homes following thousands of tremors in recent days, and they may not be able to return for months. ABC's Tom Sufi Burge now has the latest and joins us. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Joe. Yeah, that volcanic eruption could come at any moment. There were 17,000 mini earthquakes in just a 24-hour period this weekend, according to Iceland's meteorological mm. office. Check out these incredible wow. images showing huge cracks in roads. The ground on Iceland's... If you haven't seen these images, I mean, I would, you know, reference this. Uh, we're talking roads just absolutely, totally split in half. And not just split in half, but like where one side of the road is like three or four feet higher than the other side and then also pulled apart so we're talking some major major uh, seismic activity this peninsula shifting by several feet in recent days a real reminder for us all of the powerful force of nature experts saying an eruption is likely predicting it will take place along a nine mile magma tunnel north of grindivik that town's residents evacuated and now being told they might not be able to return to their homes for months this week, the authorities allowing them back in for a matter of minutes to grab their most precious possessions. Giant cracks in the earth running through that community. The Blue Lagoon Ge Geothermal Resort, one of Iceland's top tourist attractions, closed until at least the end of this month. Iceland sits above a volcanic hotspot in the North Atlantic with an average of one volcanic eruption every four to five years. A giant volcanic ash cloud in 2010, grounding flights across Europe for days. In the last three years, the volcanic system on the Reykjanes Peninsula has erupted three times. Before that, it was dormant for 800 years. Scientists believe an eruption there today could produce lava, but not an ash cloud. Ariel? Some stunning images already. Tom Sufi Burridge for us. Thank you. Okay, so we have that. There was another one that came out, Rap Rapid Land Uplift. I'm not going to play this one. It's like five minutes. Volcano update, bad news, largest magma intrusion so far. Uh, this was just the last 24 hours. More magma inflow than ever before. 50 cubic meters per square second. Per second, I'm sorry. So again, it's, it's definitely not moving in a good direction. It's just some headlines from this iceland is on the edge waiting for a volcanic eruption amid fears of La river of lava could hit power plant after giant crack tears through town thousands are evacuated and over 700 more earthquakes since yesterday with unholy sounds coming up from the earth now i don't know what that means i, I didn't really i looked at the at the report they just kind of said it and they moved on so i don't know i mean that doesn't sound good unholy sounds coming up from the earth hmm uh this headline is prophetic for more than just iceland time is finally up iceland's impending volcanic blast marks the start of centuries of eruptions as one region hit by 1100 earth 1100 new quakes that have split houses part in creating gaping chasms then iceland volcano thousands of new earthquakes are recorded this is more of an updated link um reveals likely site of eruption evacuated locals fear that they will never be allowed to return iceland has experienced 2,000 mini quakes in the last 24 hours then we have this which i really believe heavily relates to this subject dutch sense who's like the main guy and has been the main guy for years 
that documents the earthquakes through all of his programs he shows you on the screen uh very very detail oriented dutch sense is being targeted this he put this video out on 10 28 23 okay no earthquake updates from him for he has from him for a while his internet connections are being systematically shut down every time he tries to repost a new video and he has made a new earthquake prediction video program and he thinks that's what got him shut down now i'm not going to play the earthquake prediction program let me just see if this video is even still up because um he he's just totally stopped posting let me see yes he posted a video the other day i checked it and it was from some movie some like movie probably from like the 60s i would i would think maybe 70s and it was called the end and, and it was just the, the end of this one particular movie from that time period. And then he took that down. And I, I don't know if this video, I'm going to play some of this video, um, if this will be the last video he ever posts again. Hello. Hello, everybody. It's I need to start my videos out like that. I, I, I've been doing it all wrong for many years, and I do apologize. 3.45 p.m. Central Time on the 28th of October 2023. I've got you here on my laptop. And we're not going to be doing much of an earthquake update because I'm not using Earthquake 3D. And I'm not on my computer and I'm not on a connection that I can do a live stream from. I'm on a DSL home connection that can't even carry, barely even watching a 480p video. So, uh, long story short, guys, I've been shut off. There's no fixing what the problem is because it's legit a government shutdown. Well, I don't have proof of that. You're going to have to take my word on it that multiple Internet connections have been shut down and I have to move to go get other connections somewhere else. Well, the thing is, though, is if he's being targeted this bad. It doesn't matter where he moves. You know, they're going to they're going to find a way to target him and shut him down. He could move to Tonga, you know, or Micronesia or, or some, you know, I, I, some remote, remote island. And they're still going to shut him down. And again, this comes right before all the stuff starts happening with Iceland. He puts out this earthquake video on how to predict them. And they may be trying to get ahead of the whole narrative that they know is coming when more of these start to come up and they don't want anybody reporting on truth that's what i would think that's where we are right now now my life has not been threatened however i was saying to my wife and to several other people i wouldn't be surprised if that's what comes next i'm not being overly dramatic when i'm telling you that i upset some people at halliburton ibm usgs Amongst other people, I turned down an offer from Halliburton and I outed which is just pure evil who offered me the sponsorship because they didn't tell me that they were involved and at a high level in Halliburton, IBM and at the USGS. I mean, IBM was was around when Hitler was around and they're the ones that did the data collection of like the undesirables, the Jews and the gypsies and 
they had a punch card system and I, IBM is just a very very wicked company it's always been a very wicked company still exists to this day and um, yeah that's where my troubles really started this is a long time ago when the troubles really started anyway I'm off now completely we have to move there's no other options for me internet wise he's more I believe something like a canary in the coal mine because as people like him go go down I mean, they got Owen Schroer in jail right now, basically just because he, you know, did nothing, essentially. Questioned the election. I mean, the absolute total rigged election that Trump obviously won. Okay, and I'm no Trump fan, but he obviously won it. Okay. Sleepy Joe uh, Biden did not win. And anybody knows that that was, you know, paying any kind of halfway attention. But you know he's in jail now, solitary confinement, and they and they they don't they can't even you know last time I saw his lawyer couldn't even get in there to see him. So this is what they want to start doing with any of the larger dissenters, and then they'll probably try to work their way on down and just shut down all dissent, shut down all truth, shut down all truth, and, and the night is coming when no man can work, as Jesus Christ said. Starlink off. Got it on my roof. They shut it off when I get on to talk. Or when a large earthquake hits anywhere on the planet. Off. For days. Cable, same thing. Fiber, same thing. DSL, same thing. I'm on now on a connection that's not even intended for me. And I have to upload this video. It's going to take forever just to upload this short video telling you about how I've been shut down and how I have to go find a place to go do streaming. I can't drive around and 24-7 and stream from a, a van <laughs> unless I was living out of the van and don't ask me to do that. Nobody can do that to run their online streaming business. And that's what I was doing, an online streaming business, which is my earthquake reporting. And that's been shut down against my will. And we're talking internet connection here. We're not talking YouTube shutting me down, even though YouTube did shut me down, which is a separate story. It all happened at the same time. So while my internet got shut down, then YouTube hit me with false copyright claims. I disputed the false copyright claims. They rejected my dispute. A company tried to claim ownership over a video I've had on my channel for seven years. I disputed it. YouTube rejected my dispute. Told hey, me this I is why I'm so thankful for this platform, for contendingfortruth.com, for my listeners, for those that have prayed for us and donated, because it's like... I don't have to worry about, I mean, granted, I mean, the day is going to come inevitably when they, but when you're on YouTube and you're, you're literally in Satan's playground there, they can do whatever they really want to you. And they don't really have to give you a reason you're on their turf and on their platform. And so to me, it's an effort and futility to keep, you know, I understand th there's more global reach. I get it. I'm not going against anybody that posts on YouTube, but ultimately this is what's going to happen to the truth tellers on YouTube go to court if I want to go take care of it and it's my video seven years all right anyway that kind of stuff's happening and then of course other things in the real world happening that I do not want to and should not discuss here not death threats but it's getting to the point where there that looks like that's what could be coming and law enforcement people telling me to call the police and call the fbi mm. 
they are aware of what is happening to me. Let me just put it that way. With no help, but uh, let's just put it another way to put it is they're aware of what's going on. And I, maybe they might be getting some kind of enjoyment out of it. I don't know. Do they get enjoyment out of that kind of thing? That would it's an it's an agency. Anyway, enough complaining. I'm here to tell you I'm still alive. I'm still going to be doing earthquakes. And then this gets me into the final thing. I'm not using Earthquake 3D because it puts a public file open on your computer for the information to come into. I didn't know this until I literally looked into my public files and saw an open public file from Earthquake 3D in there. I'm not going off on the owner of Earthquake 3D or anything. I'm not accusing them of anything. I'm just saying me with an open file in a public folder that's pulling in data and it's being stored there, not a good idea for me because I'm Dutch since, because I am who I am and the controversy behind what I found. If you don't know what I found, I've already published it. Step-by-step -step instructions on how to forecast an earthquake. And it's in text form, so you're welcome to come over and check it if you want to. Here, let's go over and take a look. It's still up there, too. I'm my looking YouTube at it. Page. It's on his there it is. Dutch it's sense. been held by YouTube. They Somebody actually flagged this video and kept it held in some kind of weird state of being disputed. I don't even know what it was. I mean, that's just insane how this would be so low. But anyway, I'm not complaining about views either because... It doesn't matter. I don't even think this is monetized. This is about getting the science out to the world on what I found. Step-by-step -step instructions. So if you're searching for this online, if, if you don't want to access the, the link um, in the PDF I put out, it's Dutch, D-U-T-C-H-S-I-N-S-E. Just one word. And you should be able to find them on YouTube. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, how long he'll be up there, but for right now you can. In text and in video now. If you want to copy the process, if you want to repeat the process, earthquake forecasting, it's a big deal. It was a big enough deal to get me shut down. I don't see why it's not a big deal to be viewed, but apparently being viewed is a problem and being shut down is okay. Now, me being shut down while the world's all watching live war, live war, live shootings, live this, live that, everybody's doing all kinds of nasty stuff. And then here I am, the earthquake guy, shut off. Not allowed. Literally shut off, not allowed. I cannot stream. It's going to take two, three hours for me to upload this however long video this is right now. And this all happened right before the whole Iceland thing uh, kicked off, which I thought was rather telling. Um, all right, so let's go further here. Uh, uh, switching gears again, listener comment. Mad cow or wasting disease? Long-time listener and um, from uh, my neck of the woods in North Carolina. She's probably about mm, oh, maybe an hour, half, hour and a half north of my location uh, in the foothills of the western mountains of North Carolina. This is more north, though. Uh, just a heads up about the rapidly growing problem of prions, wasting disease, and mad cow. In my area, Highland County... North Carolina and many parts of North Carolina, the deer population has more frequent incidents of wasting disease and it is transmitted to the cattle in the area. I I've been warning about prions in the indigenous deer and elk in those types of populations for a long time. Um, they've been dropping these vaccine packets 
to supposedly inoculate mass amounts of animals from rabies and only God knows what has been given to them. I reported on this years ago where they drop these packets and they're like flavored with like fish or whatever and the indigenous wildlife will eat them and I think what they're trying to do is create an environment where the meat in the wild is no good. That if you eat it, you're going to get basically mad cow disease or prion or Hutzfeld Jacob, Jacobson, uh, which you don't want any part of that. I've reported on that many times with the headhunters getting uh, Papua New Guinea. Okay. It's basically mad cow disease for humans. So I would be very cautious about eating meat that you have killed in the wild. Now, I know that we can say, well, what about all the tainted meat in the... Well, I don't think it's gotten that bad, at least organic meat. I don't, I don't think we're on any kind of level like that, but I do think they're doing it to these indigenous populations of... And now it's spreading to the cattle by design on purpose so that, again, we'll, they want to hurt us to where we'll, we'll only have bugs and um, the fake meat the Franken meat, Bill Gates grown lab meat to eat. Uh, this is the kind of corner they're trying to paint everybody into. So many parts of North Carolina, the deer population has more frequent incidents of wasting disease and it is transmitted to the cattle in the area. Beef and dairy farmers are losing cattle by the score. I think I have connected the dots. It will not be long before the whole beef and dairy products will be affected. Bill Gates will love this as it will promote his fake lab grown meat and make billions of dollars every day. I drive along my rural road. I see more and more dead cattle in the fields. Several of the deer on my farm look very sickly. This can spread to dogs and other animals. Humans Inc. Uh, in, in, uh, included. The only way to test is to lab test the brain because yeah, that's where the prions lodge. Fish and wildlife have issued a warning as well. Thank you, Scott. So few paying attention, Jody. So. I want to, again, I'm here to warn. I'm here to give everybody a heads up. I have talked about this before. Uh, you can prions, uh, mad cow. You'll find my teachings I've done. I've done many, many teachings on this. Okay. N another listener comment. I, I, I grouped a whole bunch of listener comments together This for this teaching. I, I was a little bit behind. Um, I did post a study last week. I had that. Wisdom tooth I got out about a year and a half ago. One of the biggest mistakes I've ever made in my life. Shouldn't have got the thing out. Um, just as a brief synopsis, I went in there just because I had two gray wisdom tooth that had come in. And they were gray. And, and they'd been there for like 30 years. Okay, One was more cockeyed and impacted. One was not. And... I'm thinking, well, they're gray. That can't be normal. That's That's got to be bad. I'm thinking they're, you know, not good. And he asked me if I'd ever taken tetracycline as a kid. And I said I had. He says that's why they're gray. They came in during that time where you were on tetracycline. And they started to come in, and that's why they're gray. I should have said thank you very much, Mr. Dentist. Thank you for the awesome advice. That's a relief. If I have any problems, I'll call you. But he conned me into thinking I should get this one that appeared impacted out said something about a cavity listen i've been reading x-rays for a long time too granted i'm not a, an expert in tooth x-rays but i have a lot of extra special training in x-ray and i didn't see any kind of potential cavity forming um, he conned me into thinking that that was the case i went in there agreed it was horrible um it was just 
just a horrible, horrible procedure. Took a lot longer. Um, and um, it took so long to heal. And then what happened, and he warned me that this may happen. And I'm, I'm saying this for people that may run into this. Okay, not because I'm trying to obtain sympathy. I'm just saying, if you run into this, bear what I'm telling you in mind, okay? He said, after you get this out, what may happen to the other wisdom tooth that opposes this is it may what they call supra erupt. And what that means is because he took the one semi-impacted wisdom tooth out, the tooth that was the wisdom tooth that was opposing it, that had come in, because I have all my teeth. I had all my teeth. Now I have all my teeth, but minus one. I've never had a cavity. I've only had braces in my life. And so I've been very blessed in that regard. I've never had a filling, nothing. So um, he said the other tooth that um, opposes it will sense that there's not a tooth there buttressing up against it anymore because that wisdom tooth is gone. It's been removed. And it may what they call supra erupt, meaning it may just start coming out. And sure enough, it did. I should have wore a mouth guard after um, I had them. I didn't wear it. Um, well, initially, obviously, because my tooth was you know, so horrifically sore and in, in where I got it extracted. And then that started coming out and that created a whole other cascade of problems, which I've been dealing with to this day. So yeah, if you want to pray for anything on me, that would be, I would be covet your prayers regarding that. Um, it just created a gap there underneath it, super erupted. And then the teeth around it started shifting. And it's just been a constant problem for like on and off for a good over a year constant hassle always flirting with infection now because of the gap that got created there other teeth shifting you know it's just it's a nightmare and um i will say if you're over 30 and you don't need to get wisdom teeth out you know be very very cautious of dentists because they're there to make money and this is how the, one of the ways they make money and i understand there's certain instances where they do need to come out i get it um, but mine wasn't one of them, uh, and it was horrible, and it's been a, just a horrific, horrific decision, and I couldn't do my study last week because of it, so I'm trying to get that whole situation kind of under control, and um, I'm able to, with the clinical nutrition and the, the stuff that I'm doing in the, in the involved mild silver protein, and that, Lord willing, keep it under control, I want to give God the credit, I don't want to take credit, but... Um, it's a cautionary tale for all my listeners regarding wisdom tooth extraction, tooth extraction in general. Um, it's a complicated subject. A lot of people are having tons more problem with their teeth. I, I believe in large part due to 5G, um, the frequencies involved, uh, smart meters. There's a lot of different factors, I think, that you know go into this. Scalar weaponry, HARP, who knows? CERN, D-Wave quantum computers, who knows? You, you could be being targeted like a TI type of thing through things like this. And um, I've got an extensive tooth protocol document that goes over a lot of this different stuff. And I keep adding to it and updating it because I keep learning more about the teeth. And um, anyway. Um, so next next report from a listener, longtime listener, Catherine from ohio and she said they just passed issue one it's called issue one in ohio which means abortion up to birth 
for any reason. Paid for by taxpayers and with no parental consent needed for minors. I mean, what's next? I, I've said this for years. What's next? Well, the only thing you could do next is abortion after birth. You kill the baby after you've given birth, which certain that one congressman guy or whatever from Virginia, I played his clip where he proposed that. Where we we deliver the baby, we keep him comfortable, then we consult with the mother about, you know, if we're going to kill it or not. And, you know, then we make that decision. That's basically, that's what he said. I think it caused such outrage. We haven't heard a lot more about it later. But, you know. And I'm like, okay, if you're going to do that, at least give the baby a fair chance. Okay, so you have a, um, you got the father, you got the mother in the room, you got the doctor, and then you got, let's just say the nurse. And then you have the baby. Well, then you, what I think they should do, if they're going to do that to give the baby a fair chance, is have a little thing on the wall and you spin it. And who, whatever, if, if it falls on mom, dad, doctor, nurse, they, if it falls on them, they get killed. Okay, you execute them right there, and that's enforced right there. That way, it would at least give the baby a one in five chance of making. I think that's fair, don't you? I mean, the baby doesn't have any say in this. I mean, that's not even fair. It's not fair for the little baby. I'm just saying. I'm 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 saying this to dramatize the insanity of this. Um, when you have a society that's doing this, you know, God's judgment has to be nigh, meaning near. The so-called Christian churches like the Missouri Synod Lutherans did little to stop this abomination. Most wouldn't even put out signs and many wouldn't even preach on it in their milquetoast sermons. Oh no, this is a little bit too blood and guts, child sacrifice. We can't really take a stand there. No, 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 no. We might lose parishioners. We might lose money, ties. We might be, we might lose our 501c3 tax exempt status. I might lose my my status in the FEMA clergy response team, which I keep secret from all my parishioners because, you know, they don't need to know what, what they don't know won't hurt them, even though it will. Yeah. Also part, also part of issue one is transgenderism. Parental rights completely stripped away for minors. Um, so, um, as I, so you, if, if you're a parent and they want to be transgender, you know, forget it. Your, your rights are waived. And, um, as I write this, I'm, no, I'm nauseous and I'm crying. I can't believe this passed. The entire planet's pro-aborts focused on Ohio and brought every bought every second of media they could buy from the billions made off the blood of dead babies. They lied like no tomorrow and used the airwaves to achieve their wicked goals. Satan and his minions won this one. God bless Catherine. Yeah. lot to pray about. Um, next next uh, report here. Another long-time listener. Look at what they're putting graphene in now. And I've, again, I've reported on graphene many times. It's one of the main things they put in the COVID kill shots. This is crazy. I couldn't figure out why the tops of my feet hurt every time these Hanes men's socks. I wore them. She says, I have big feet, so I have to wear men's socks. <laughs> Poor thing. Anyway, um, uh, but should be more stable. I mean, if you, the bigger your feet, the more stable you are on solid ground. So that's not bad. So I didn't wear them for a week or so and my feet started feeling better. Then I tried them on again and the pain is back. 
It lasts for a day or two after you take the socks off. There's so much graphene oxide in the socks and they advertise it. I give you the links there if you don't believe me. That, and they have this reaction to the skin that they, um, that they make the tops of her feet hurt every time she wears them. Maybe I'm incorrect in my deductions, but I'm not having problems with 90% of white socks. I guess they're a, um, they're called the Graphene X All Rounder Socks. I mean, they're called Graphene X. I mean, I'm just going to look these up real quick. Yeah, they're black socks, three-pack enhanced with graphene integration for peak molecular strength, exceptional wear resistance combined with optimal thermoregulation. Yeah, I would avoid these like the pet plague. Well, the socks I use, which are really, really good, are called Dan Post Socks. And they're just like 100%. They're they're expensive, but they're worth it. And they're 100% for sure cotton. Or maybe there's like one other material in there. And they hold up really good. Um, I tend to be rough on socks. And I've, I've bought these for years. They're more, you more find them like in the cowboy slash western. That's where I learned about them originally. And um because obviously like somebody that like let's say they work on a farm and they're wearing boots they're, they're going to be really hard on their socks and and these are they're called dan post just d-a-n-p-o-s-t uh i wouldn't have anything to do with these graphene socks i mean these no 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 and um so then she sent me another link and it says how does graphene work in clothing a deep dive into this game-changing technology so she says oh i see it has wearable sensors in them oh good so they can track us and know our heart rate and whereabouts evidently at all times. So they can also zap us with energy weapons just at the right time for maximum effect and track you um, when you bug out in the forest. Yeah, great. Uh, sportswear made from graphene fabric allows players to observe their heart rate and optimum movements. Oh, good. I'm glad that you can track your heart rate with your socks now. Um, it also helps... To detect muscular problems in athletes, such clothes are called wearable sensors. This is a quote from the actual report. And here's a quote, this quote from the webpage. Wear graphene. It's weargraphene.com. They got their own website now. Trying to get you to wear this garbage. I mean, if I wouldn't wear it, I wouldn't inject it into you, I wouldn't have anything to do with it. Another listener comment. Okay, just kind of covering a whole bunch of stuff here. In Chick-fil-A sandwiches, a contraceptive and so much more found in the Chick-fil-A sandwiches, so much more evil is found in the Chick-fil-A sandwiches and food. So I'm just going to play this quick TikTok video here. Hey guys, Zen from Moms Across America here. We have really alarming test results we're releasing today from fast food, the top 10 brands. A contraceptive was found in a Chick-fil-A sandwich. We are not kidding. It is an aviary contraceptive, meaning it's used on pigeons and geese to prevent them from laying eggs. It cannot be fed to chickens that are egg-laying chickens, otherwise it will prevent them from laying eggs. Um, but it is fed to meat birds for a common chicken disease called cocositis. I, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Um, but it does prevent, you know, chickens from laying eggs. So this is very concerning for it to be in food that's consumed by humans on a consistent basis. 85 million people eat fast food every day, folks, and 30 million school meals are fed to our children and fast food companies are often. Oh, sorry. 
the suppliers. I, I love the TikTok videos because if you even try to go off the page, the sound stops. I love um, that control mechanism, that being backed into a corner where you're, you're forced to watch it. I just, I, I can't tell you guys how much I love that. For school lunches. So Moms Across America did extensive testing thanks to our Moms Across America supporters and Children's Health Defense and the Sentinel Academy. And we really appreciate that. These test results are alarming. Please go to momsacrossamerica.org to check these out. A contraceptive and two harmful antibiotics. One of the antibiotics found in 60% of the samples out of the top 10 um, is known to cause severe harm when consumed by humans. Another antibiotic found in 40% um, has been shown to cause the the hind legs of dogs and horses to become dysfunctional. Wow. Like basically, they can't use them. They sort of drag them. Because Chick Fil A loves you so much, that wonderful Christian company that I what that are closed on Sundays and they have all those syrupy sweet fake commercials, where they but they love you so much they're going to put contraceptives in your food that if you are pregnant will cause you to probably abort your baby. And if you've got the kill shots, even more so. And then all of these other wonderful antibiotics that, that cause all these other horrific side effects. And then some other things that we're going to go over with next. And I'm wondering if that could be connected to restless leg syndrome and neuropathy showing up in yeah. humans. I mean, we never heard about these conditions 20 or 30 years ago, right? Now it's like everybody I know has neuropathy right. or restless leg syndrome. What if it's this antibiotic that's sure. in our fast food or in, you know, just... This is why I've said, one of my listeners for years, if you are in a position where you're going to, like, let's say you have to eat fast food or whatever, I would take the fast food with activated charcoal at the beginning and during at least the middle of the meal. And I mean like four, five, six capsules. I mean, that's what I would do. Um, because you want to try to bind up as many of the poisons as possible. And that is an easy way. That's what you get for food poisoning. But it's also a detoxer. It's it's totally safe. I mean, um, I've done it for years. Okay, Taylor, for some reason, doesn't react that well off activated charcoal. Well, you could use bentonite clay as well but bentonite clay i mean if you could find it in like a capsule form um and you know i'm just saying that would be the bare minimum you would want to do with the fast food i would also be good to throw some fiber in there and maybe even a bowel cleanser i mean i know it's going a little far but i'm just saying i mean if you really wanted to go all out and you wanted to really try to protect yourself as much as possible from a fast food meal you might want to do that Food in general that's not organic and is toxic. Uh, I'm very concerned about this. I'm very concerned. And you can get activated charcoal like any health. I, I don't carry that, but you could get it at any health food store. You can find it online. Um, totally safe. It, it really good as a detoxer as well. It's, it's, it's good for a ton of things detoxification-wise, but it's what you give for food poisoning. And I've seen activated charcoal knock out full-blown food poisoning coming on more times than I could tell. It's worked for me. And I'm talking to people where they already started feeling the symptoms, but you got to get it at the beginning. I mean, you might still suffer from if you're already starting to feeling the food poisoning, you get the activated charcoal in quick. But um, if you're like suspecting it with a meal, just do it with the meal. Now, don't take other nutrients with it because it's going to bind those up. Okay. But if you do it, if you do it with a meal, it's maybe it's suspect. It's it's um, fast food, or maybe you weren't sure if it's been left out too long. You do some activated charcoal with it. It's it's like an insurance policy, and it's also a detoxer. 
and um, and safe to do. So that I'm telling you, what I just told you could save you potentially so much misery. Because I mean, I don't know if you've had food poisoning before, but man, food poisoning can be absolutely 100% next level where you're like begging God to kill you. I've had that happen on, on at least one occasion when I was younger. I think I got E. coli from a like a convenience store burrito when I was like, I don't even know, I was like a teenager. Always, it's always a good idea to eat, you know, um, convenience store, microwavable, heat up burritos. Or, or gas station sushi is also another one that I think you can never, ever go wrong on. Um, yes, these are, these are absolute foods where you always would want to use a bare minimum activated charcoal at the start and during, I'd say the middle of the meal, that way you're really ensuring you're going to get to everything. And, um, you could again, present, prevent so much misery just from that little tip. Hormone levels being altered by, uh, this, this type of food being fed to Americans. And when hormone levels are altered, mental illness goes on the rise because we need our hormones to feel satiated and happy. When mental illness is on the rise, there is uh, increase of violence and depression and suicide. So mm -hmm. folks, we have got to clean up our food supply. Moms across America is happening. And they're actively trying to poison us. Wonderful companies like Chick-fil-A and McDonald's and Burger King and so many others. I mean, it's just not the, the fast food, but they're putting so much garbage, horrible oils like canola oil, soy oil, we're going to see those oils in Chick-fil-A food as well. Um, that are carcinogenic, wreak havoc on, wreak havoc on your hormones, um, or absolutely gum up your liver, devastate that, which also devastates the hormonal production. I mean, they're doing this stuff all by design on purpose to kill us off and to create a weak, sickly population that will ultimately be driven into the medical pharma cartel where they got you right where they want you. And then they can get you on all their medications and, and drug you into oblivion. The congressional briefing on October 17th. We hope you will support us. We hope you will donate for further testing. We are releasing more testing this week and next week. We hope you'll stay tuned. Go to momsacrossamerica.org for more information on the fast food, the top 10, top 20, also in many cases, top 20 fast food test results that we're releasing this week and next week. Thanks so much. Yeah, and I would I would encourage you to do that. Um, All right, so more than, I sent this out to a, a select group of listeners and um uh <laughs> my my comment I've already said this but I thought that they were a Christian company this just makes no sense to me this is all sarcasm all the sugary sweet fake sugary sweet fake commercials but the truth is they really want me dead and addicted to their devil food oh this is this one really hurts you know I don't know if I can take much more and then a, a long-time listener, she says, wow, that is so evil and literally the icing on the cake that that company, uh, with that company. I saw this a while back when I was already freaked out. Their fries and also the Chick-fil-A coating have dimethyl polysiloexane in them, one of the main ingredients in Silly Putty. Now, what is wrong with a little bit of Silly Putty, guys, in us? I used to eat it, kind of chew on it when I was a kid, like probably a lot of you did, and that's probably can explain a lot with me. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's silly putty. I mean, it's it's edible, right? Well, probably not. So dimethyl polysiloexane is a toxic industrial chemical that is partially derived from silicone. Okay. 
the harmful compound is characterized by its vinegar-like odor and is traditionally used in manufacturing of various commercial products such as silicone lubricants, polishes, and mold expulsion agents, as well as grease, bathroom caulk, or sealants, defoaming agents, and cosmetic products. The silicone derivative is also commonly found in heat transfer fluids, aquarium sealants, and kinetic sand, as well as silly putty and even breast implants. A Stop Poisoning Us article reads, and this is the link to that thing, um, the chemical can also be traced in a small amounts of fast food items. A number of chain restaurants, including McDonald's, Wendy's, Subway, as well as Domino's, Taco Bell, and Jack in the Box, are allegedly using the compound as a food preservative. Why, why, why allegedly? I mean, these are either they are or they're not, and I'm sure they are. The, the harmful ingredient is classified as a silicon polymer, and it's noted for its non-biodegradable properties. That means it doesn't break down. Due to this, uh, it may take up to 100 years to completely decompose. I don't... What's the problem? The body can handle that, right? I mean, our bodies are made for that. Um, so, uh, it is this dimethylpolysiloxane is particularly detrimental to eye health. Likewise, the toxic food preservative is known to cause adverse effects on the respiratory system and to negatively affect the skin and the digestive tract. So here we have a little infograph from the Food Babe, and it's the truth about Chick-fil-A waffle fries. There's canola oil, which is linked to inflammation and heart health risks. I mean, I've done whole teachings on canola oil, cancer. It was originally called rapeseed oil. That's its actual real name, rapeseed, but that wasn't very palatable. So they changed it to canola. There is no canola plant. And it's linked to cancer and gumming up your liver and all kind of fun stuff. And then the also the, the fries have the dimethyl polysiloxane. Uh, the main ingredient is silipetti and some breast implants. And then it also has soybean oil, another horrible thing you should never put into your body that wreaks havoc on your um, on your hormones, particularly in women, causes cancer and all kind of fun stuff. And again, I've done whole studies on that. Just keep soybean, canola. You can find all these in my thing. It also has a synthetic chemical preservative called disodium dihydrogen pyrophosphate. Now, I'm not sure what that one does, but I'm sure it's nothing but goodness. And then another one, and it's from the Food Babe again, and it shows the ingredient list in the Chick-fil-A waffle fries, which actually there's even more stuff in there than we just listed. And... Her version is the Food Babe waffle fries has organic potatoes, organic extra virgin olive oil, and sea salt. Because that's all you need. If you get some of those little mini potatoes at the grocery store, organic, mini organic potatoes, and you cut them in half and then maybe cut them the little wedges, okay? And then all you've got to do is coat them in some organic olive oil and that doesn't take very much a little bit goes a long way and then you can just put whatever spices you want on them you can put a little bit of organic um uh, parmesan if you want and um some um i like the redmond mine salt um Anyway, that's that's kind of a long story, but that's one of the one of the salts that you could get, and um, just put them in the oven for like preheat the oven to like 450 and put it in there for like a half hour, maybe 40 minutes, depends on the oven, and they're so good, and they're not bad for you, 
okay? I mean, you're not going to run into all this garbage that we just told you about. So, the Chick-fil-A sandwich has 55 ingredients. Uh, like, this is normal. This is the comment from my listener. Seriously, do fries need more than three ingredients? Potato, salt, olive oil? Yeah, no, not. They shouldn't, but, you know, hey, they got to kill us somehow, you know, because they love us so much. And remember, Chick-fil-A's Christian. And now the contraceptives in the chicken. And then she forgot the two antibiotics that do all kind of fun stuff, too. Good grief. This is a breakdown of the 55 ingredients um, on the Chick-fil-A sandwich alone. And monosodium glutamate, MSG, an excitotoxin. Um, horrible for you. And I'm not going to go through all these. Again, monosodium glutamate in the chicken coating. Sodium aluminum phosphate. That's a good way to, you can get um, your aluminum intake in, which is one of the main causes for Alzheimer. Soybean oil. Um, again, dimethyl polysilicoexane, which is what we just talked about. Um, again, more soybean oil in the bun. Um, I know canola oil's in here as well. Some of these things, I don't know what they are, but that can't be good. Um, yeah, soybean. And then um, alum, polysorbate 80. I've done a whole teaching on polysorbate 80, on the evils of that stuff. So you can just keep polysorbate 80 in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. You will find it. So yeah, yeah, they, it's because they love us so much. So, all right, let's go further here. Um, do I have enough time here? Yeah, we do. Okay, so we're going to get now into more the um, the stuff with uh, the WHO, the, the pandemic, the COVID stuff. The WHO Pandemic Treaty Judgment Day. Meryl Nass, who is an MD, says everyone needs to see this video on the WHO, World Health Organization is trying to do next May 24th, which is to gain control of the world through gaining the right to manage pandemics. This is a legal maneuver taking place behind closed doors. The WHO has removed human rights and freedom while giving itself total control over humans, animals, and the environment and the climate in two new treaties. For additional information, go to doortofreedom.org because I'm always trying to get my listeners, whether it's in prayer or whether it's in action or whether it's educating others or whether it's being proactive in their own life to act about something. I'm always trying to get you to be proactive, not for us to just sit here and wring our hands about something and ultimately do nothing about it. Okay. Um, so, and then there's the other website is SovereigntyCoalition.com. and give you the links there. It's all in the PDF for this date of November 20th, 2023. On May 24, 2024, we're going to learn more about this in a minute. The WHO Pandemic Treaty Judgment Day, the largest, most comprehensive global communist power grab ever seen, is occurring as we speak. And most people have no idea that it's even happening. This is not a traditional communist revolution, as we have all been trained to spot, but rather a sophisticated global binding medical treaty orchestrated by the WHO, which will leave any participating member states essentially powerless in the event of a proclaimed pandemic. This is not hyperbole or exaggeration, and every man, woman, and child on this planet lives will be irrevocably changed for the worse by this May 24, 2024 treaty, if not stopped. And it says hashtag, hashtag no to who, and then hashtag take your power, take back your power. And I'm just going to play this video. Okay, so this first uh, little thing here says the West is barreling toward the who's new pandemic tree despite massive dangers inherent in the agreement. We are here today because we are all concerned 
by the World Health Organization's strong pressure to extend its powers, its structural and its financial capacities with a permanent effect over the sovereignty of the countries and over the self-determination of the people. I will initiate an independent evaluation. Now this is Tedros, uh, Satan himself, at the head of the World Health Organization, UN. Um, and I love it how they have the Caduceus wand in the background um, with the snake wrapped around the, the uh, wand of Hermes. And again, I've done whole teachings on the Caduceus. Um, I think we're going to learn more about that a little bit later in the study. Um, and then the UN symbol which is basically their symbol for conquering the world. And they're telling you they're going to conquer the world through the medical pharma cartel and through the wicked factions of the um, their symbol called the Caduceus symbol, which is pure evil, that I've done, again, I did pretty much a whole teaching on that particular subject. You can key in at contendingfortruth.com. Anyway, this is Tedros talking here. What he's going to do to, or try to do to us countries and he's coming the self-determination of the people i will initiate an independent evaluation at the earliest appropriate moment to review experience gained and lessons learned and to make recommendations to improve national and global pandemic preparedness and response but one thing is abundantly clear the world must never be the same yeah, because is. they want to take away all your rights and all your liberties and strip you of everything, including your life. Simply unthinkable that you would take an entity that had that had failed as badly as the WHO failed right. and award them any more powers. We are talking about global power over the citizens of the world, this organization which has served us so poorly. This is from the Health and Democracy Conference, 13th of September, 2023, in the European Parliament in Strasbourg. Now, Philip Krauss is one of the lawyers involved in the Citizens' Initiative, challenging the European Parliament to reject the new international health regulations and the WHO pandemic treaty. It was in the wake of the COVID-19 crisis that the WHO has initiated a reform process which will bring significant changes to all of us that will concern every human being and every of the 194 member states on this planet. In 2021, the World Health Organization and dozens of countries declared their intent to work together on a pandemic treaty affecting preparedness, response, and recovery. Through a series of 307 amendments and a global pandemic treaty, the WHO seeks to gain authority over health decisions of UN member nations that could affect the rest of the world in the case of something like another COVID pandemic. The WHO are introducing a pandemic treaty that will mean they'll be able to take your tax dollars without listening to your opinion or giving you the chance to vote on it. Is that democracy? As you know, uh, this morning, the 193 member states of the United Nations approved the political declaration on pandemic prevention, preparedness, and response. In May 2024, the 194 member states of the WHO will have their final vote on both of these international agreements. This process takes place 
behind closed doors. It is not reported nor discussed in our newspapers, in our national parliaments, in universities, nor in society. The WHO claims in these two legal instruments an absolute and non-questionable leadership in all health matters as soon as WHO refers itself to pandemic prevention, preparedness and response. They're talking about here health products, vaccines, medical devices, personal protective equipment, diagnostics, assistive products, I'm not quite sure what that is, cell and gene-based therapies and their components, materials or parts. Cell and gene-based therapies, health products including vaccines, medical devices, it, it really sounds really quite terrifying that the WHO would have total power over imposing these on us. They want to give themselves surveillance power, determine treatments, vaccine mandates, vaccine distribution, vaccine intellectual property and profits, and they want to redistribute basically everything in the name of pandemics. How is the declaration, the pandemic declaration approved today, how is it binding? And if we look through other parts of the treaty, we can see here that this is what they've done quite often. Here all they've done is simply cross out non-binding. <laughs> so instead of used to mean non-binding advice, now it means binding advice. This is why this political integration, as uh, Dr. Tedros said, is historic and very important for the ongoing negotiation uh, in Geneva, who uh, will be uh, binding to member states when they agree on the final text by May 24. WHO will have the right to not only declare recommendations made by several experts, but also to impose on the people of this planet or only to a certain region all kinds of restrictions, access restrictions, lockdowns, surveillance and experimental treatments. And, and, and we just look, look through it. Um, so, for example, here they've, they've crossed out this part with full respect for the dignity, human rights and fundamental freedoms of persons. Why on earth would you have a WHO treaty where you take out a clause that says the, implement, the implementation of these regulations shall be with the full respect for the dignity, human rights, uh, human rights and fundamental freedoms of persons? Why would you cross that out? We have never before in history, in 5,000 years of recorded human history, we've never seen this level of authority given to an international global body. Those supporting this authority for the WHO, such as top advisor Dr. Abdullah Asiri, say it's necessary to protect the world's population, mm. even if it means restricting some of their liberties. The world, however, requires a different level of legal mandates, such as the pandemic treaty to navigate through a particular pandemic should one occur and it will because they're going to make sure that pandemic happens he says should one occur and it will um again because it's all pre-planned by design on purpose just like the COVID-19 scamdemic was so we're going to have satan here giving us a morality lesson telling us what is best for us actions that may restrict individual liberties, mandating and sharing of information, 
knowledge and resources and pandemic control efforts are all necessary during a pandemic. It shall be granted the power of a massive self-authorization whenever it claims to act under this purpose. Animals' health, ecosystem, concerns about the level of CO2 and of course human health can give rise to permanent measures and even to a public health emergency to a pandemic called out and declared by the WHO. We're in danger of forgetting how important this is and we need to recommit to pandemic preparedness because we will not forget. We will learn the lessons and we will move forward with an accord. We will move forward with pandemic preparedness. We will improve surveillance systems. We will take a one health approach and manage the ecosystem we inhabit this planet. We inhabit this planet uh, with the animals, with the plants. Uh, and we're putting this planet under pressure, both in terms of climate and in terms of the mm -hmm. ecosystem. Yeah. There is no mechanism foreseen that will allow the people or the member states to challenge the assessment of WHO, whether it is the WHO's assessment about a public health emergency or their assessment with respect to certain measures or when it comes to the imposing of a regime for what they call vaccination, as experimental as it might be. There will be simply no stop button for none of the member states and not, of course not, for us, the citizens. And top backers of this United Nations move do say speed is of the essence. And I wish to stress, from our perspective, the quicker we can come together, the sooner we will all be safe. Not Some in Congress oppose this move to right. further empower the WHO. They propose legislation that would deem it a treaty. The treaty would require Senate approval. I've read the treaty. I'm concerned about it. Article 4 pays lip service to sovereignty. You're pushing for it. Next year is probably when it may get adopted. Will it be sent to the Senate for ratification? Or are you planning on using the executive agreement, which I think is a terrible way to do things? It is a matter and a duty for all citizens now to impose the pressure towards their public representatives, political representatives, to make sure that the politicians, the political representatives, understand that they go on beyond of their entrusted vote they can use. Well, and also, and it says protect your health future, protect the country's national sovereignty, say, hashtag no to the who, or no to who. And I'm going to add this to the prayer list, to the main prayer list that I pray, prayed uh, at the start of this one. Um, because this is, yeah, this is something we would really, really want to pray about. And um, <clears throat> this is, is, they can use this to just, you know, do whatever they want. Strip it all away. And I'm not saying there's a lot of measures that aren't in place that could do very similar things. But this is very out in the open. This is very in your face. And um, they're not they're not trying to hide anything so that's something to bear in mind all right so i am um i've gone about as far as i can go here i'm going to stop here and we are going to go to part three and hopefully button this up with that part god bless you and see you in part three